Hello, and welcome back to another episode of The Magic Circuit. This is a bi-weekly podcast where we talk about Kinoko Nasu's Type Moon universe, which means we mostly talk about figure and order and all things fate. I'm Mia. And I'm Ben. And we have really a lot to cover today. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we do. It's been a busy time for Type Moon fans, and by Type Moon fans, I mean fate fans, really, because RIP, everything that isn't this. Right. Uh... Well, I don't know. Does case files count as fate? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said earlier... yes, but also maybe no? I'm going to say yes because of the amount of times Grey has said the Holy Grail War and only the Holy (laughs) Grail War in a single shot of her. Probably up to like five or six now. Yeah, okay. That's fair. And because it seems like this series is at least framing uh, Waver's core... I don't know, character trauma, his goals, everything surrounding um, Fourth War stuff. Right. So I'd say it's it's definitely very Fate-adjacent, if not Fate-Fate. It's closer to old Type Moon stuff in that it's mostly about wacky magic shenanigans. As opposed okay. to, you know, servant That's battles. Fair. But... Yeah, where how how do you wanna how do you wanna start this? Just going to go into case files? Uh, we give yeah, a... let's just let's just talk about case files. Yeah. It's pretty good. It's really good. We uh, like it, guys. Yeah, it's really fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> I love its weird Netflix opening. Uh oh yeah. It's really the the what I what I've been saying nonstop is that I love the tone and feel of the show. I feel like they're they've really nailed this kind of weird detective drama sort of vibe that I I mean I, I know it's called Lord Elmoloy the second case file, so I was expecting it to be kind of detective y, but I really like how they've managed to keep it very tight moon, what with all of the bullshit that comes out of all the characters' mouths at any given point in time. <laughs> and also make it feel distinctly different from anything tight moon that, that has come before it. Yeah, I think I'm still waiting, but I think this time, I've been saying this for like three or four episodes, but this time I'm pretty sure next episode we're actually going to start the real story yeah. and not <laughs> yeah. just the, the anime original stuff. Right, right. But um, I am really excited to see what we're actually getting into when we've got a longer form to build up a mystery yes, as opposed to just like one episode or two in that one case um, right right because all of the little one-off episodes were one or i guess uh the 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 black dog thunder what uh lightning workshop yeah. case was was a couple episodes right. but you know besides the one or two ups we've gotten i mean the, the one or and, two ups we've interestingly gotten i think really that good. was i think the the two-parter was probably the weakest of the episodes so far in my opinion actually i definitely cared the least about it even though shishigo was there and i thought that was pretty cool yeah i i think it was just like it was a little too confusing to keep track of what exactly the mystery was right because you feel the same i i felt similarly well it's because it it felt like the thing about it was that we we had gotten the why done it. <laughs> now now we were just trying to figure out like how do we resolve the situation? Yeah. Cuz we kind of I felt like everyone kind of figured out that Trevor was the murderer somehow, but then it it took until near the end of the episode to figure out that Trevor activated the workshop which put this whole weird bullshit lightning fairy nonsense into motion. Right. 
it felt like I think a, an Odyssey I think it's a, was just a good rule. Oh no, what were you oh, saying? Go ahead. You go. You go. <laughs> I was gonna say I think it's a a good rule to assume at the beginning of a case that if there is any mage, especially a mage who's dead, who like owned the workshop <laughs> where things that have happening, it's probably their fault. He's probably responsible, and it was some harebrained scheme to kill people to reach the root. Yeah. I think that's a, a safe assumption at all times. Yes, because so far that's been pretty consistent, actually, now that you mention it. Yes. <laughs> Got nothing will top the 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 ultimate one-upper of uh, subjecting that one guy who was hanging out in the sewers with the lightning rats to uh, modern bureaucracy. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was so fucking funny. They're like, that yeah, man, great, you though. can't just go killing people on the street anymore. You got to do paperwork first. <laughs> I think that... That was also one of the weaker episodes so far, but I think that it was definitely redeemed by that resolution. Yes. Um, which was just like a, a great way of introducing a little bit of like setting the scene of the society yes. that Magecraft exists in now. Yeah. Um, when as Waver was all like, sure, you probably could have gotten away with this a hundred years ago, but now it just doesn't fly. Right, right. And that does show the kind of weird, morally gray area that Magecraft resides in. They're not right. really just doing this out of the goodness in their hearts. They all have goals, and they're all willing to kind of take nefarious paths to reach them. Yeah, because what what brought him down was not um, was not like being defeated in combat. Like in the the second episode, was it the one with the animospheres? Like yes. they figure out what happened, and then they resolve it by Gray beating the shit out of a ghost. Right. Yeah. Uh, Which is. But sick, then in this one. But... Th- yeah. <laughs> then in this one, um, with the rats, doesn't Waver say at the end of it, like, if he had, uh, if he had like called me out, then he totally could have just killed us there. Oh yeah. He, what didn't he say? Like I, I was totally bluffing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. But but what brings him down is not that they like defeat him in combat or even that the policies that gets called on him is like right oh, i i figured out that like you're the one responsible for killing people it was like no you killing people made the news so that's why you have to stop right right because now we're going to come after you take away your research and your workshop and you know everything that you right. hope everything that you've strived for for the past however long mm-hmm. yeah like that it, it is weird to be like we're not stopping you because killing people is bad. We're stopping you because people found out about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I do think this is the series has done world building really well, and I I think that at times the show feels almost too like big brained, where some of the stuff that just comes out of their mouths is like kind of hard to follow. <laughs> Are you talking about stuff like, ah, uh, yes, black dogs are an incarnation of thunderstorms? It's sort of, but I, w- I was also thinking about how, like, Waver says the whole, like, like in episode six, which we just watched before this came out, because it just came out today. Um, <laughs> Waver has that whole speech about how wealth comes from the underground, and then that's brought back when Luvia explains that she put the, the center of the bounded field in the basement because wealth comes from the underground but i don't really it, somehow it's just important for things to be below ground because yeah, well that's um Magecraft has that, that is like a thing like um hades in greek myth is the god of the underworld and he's also like the god of precious metals and things that are oh. mined from beneath the earth oh interesting 
Yeah. So did they say if, that? If did he say something like that, about that? I think he might have mentioned it. Okay. Okay. Um, but it's there are a lot of moments where that, like that where waver or some other mage but usually waver is just like ah yes this thing we're encountering now is mythologically significant in this way and governs magic that has influence on x factor and the audience just has to go like "Mm -hmm, Uh uh-huh got it yeah got it unless unless you happen to already be familiar with that kind of mythology because everything he's said is actually like historically and or mythologically true right and we looked up it's the black dog a, stuff to prove it. <laughs> yeah. It's just really obscure a lot of the times. Right. So uh, unless you are very familiar with mythology, which I think uh, a good number of people who are fans of this series are probably going to be, right. you're not going to get any of it. But even if you are familiar with a lot of mythology, there's so much of it from so many different sources that you're definitely not going to know everything before it. Oh, yeah, totally. Like, I, I really liked the... I, I do really like the inclusion of more stuff about fairies because we know they're really important to the Type Moon universe, but we haven't gotten like a ton, a ton of backstory on them. Yeah. Um, they're kind of elemental, right? Yes, they are kind of elemental, I believe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because elemental means, I think there's like a couple, there's elementals, elementals as we know them, but spirits. elementals in... I, I can't remember if, if elementals as we think of them, you know, being like swirling air monsters or fire monsters also exist alongside, uh, they, are those just like a type of overarching elemental, which includes things like Arcoid? Um, are like fire elementals, water elementals, do those exist in this franchise? I can't think of any example of when have, you would have seen one. I have no idea. I don't know. Prob- maybe I have no idea. We, we definitely have not seen one. I yeah. just know that they, uh, they, elemental... they, do, they do draw some kind of line between elementals kind of as we think of them in typical fantasy tropes and the way that they use the term elemental. Yeah. Elementals are um, is a general category for a variety of spiritual bodies, but usually refers to nature spirits. Uh, there are a few types of elemental spirits or of elementals, nature spirits, animal spirits, and the artificially created guardian spirits. Okay. So mostly it, it's nature spirits, which is stuff like... Uh, stuff like fairies and true ancestors and all those yes oh one other highlight from these episodes that i did really like was the workshop that that where they explain they go into serious length explaining how um astromancy is rooted in the uh like geocentric system yeah that's definitely the coolest bit of like magic lore that they've delivered i yeah totally totally agree like it's it's geocentric is when like when the geocentric model was a thing that was when that magecraft started and because magecraft gets better as it's older you need that tradition in order to like power it with the mystery and so right the guy using a heliocentric model to do something like that is you know to us it maybe makes sense but all of them clearly are sort of taken aback. And I think Waver says at some point, like, I can't believe he would try and use something so unstable. Yeah. I think it's another great subtle indication of like how stuck in the past mage society is that they're yes. like, oh, this guy's using a magical form from the 1500s. This is modern magecraft. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is baby shit. I don't know what you guys are talking <laughs> about. 
Yeah, that was definitely the coolest part of the world building. But I do think that ev- even like the black dog stuff, which was kind of hard to follow, was was still pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I think that all the stuff with bounded fields they talked about in episode six was was fun. I I think it so can can a bounded field just do like anything it needs to within a certain area? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like a bounded field. It's not just like a force field. It's just like an area within which an effect happens. Yes. Yeah. Like okay, I think it. a bounded field just means that there were points set up in an area to create a certain effect. Like the thing mm. that Shinji sets up in the school is a bounded field. Oh, Bloodford Andromeda. Yeah, Bloodford Andromeda is a kind of bounded field. Yeah, it's it that that is just a bounded field that eats people. This is a bounded field that makes or Luvia's bounded field in episode six is a bounded field that makes people buy things. Right. And I guess. By the way, I found that so funny. <laughs> like yeah, I, I, I didn't mention it while it really we were funny. watching, but like I've always had this like low key fascination with the psychological tricks that stores use to convince people to buy things. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and I know you've talked to me about this in the past, and I know people yeah, have written like, articles Especially on supermarkets. Supermarkets are my favorite example, yeah. where they, like, people tend to, like, instinctively go around a supermarket in a clockwise direction, so... Uh, or is it kind of... I don't, I don't remember if it's clockwise or counterclockwise. But in so, some like, the way they place direction. things is, like... Yeah, in some circular direction. So the way they place things is, like strategize to get you to go past things you don't need before you get to the things that you do need right um and then they like the heights on shelves that they put stuff they put like kid cereals on lower shelves so they're like kids so the kids them. are like at eye level with the mascot characters on them right and then yeah and then uh, they put, there's like, all sorts you know, of little tricks like that. And then you get into this series of movies just like, yes, there's an entra- enchantment on my department store <laughs> that makes people want to buy things. I know. It was really great. I, just, I love that little nod to... It, uh, Case Files well, Olivia, so that's definitely not okay. It's super not okay, but she's just doing it, and apparently it's fine? <laughs> yeah. It's... I guess... This is another thing about the, the morals of the Mages Association. Like, you can just kind of do whatever whenever, so long as no one catches you, I guess. Right. Because the th- the best I've ever heard it explained is kind of like, the ultimate goal of mages in general is to reach the root. Right. And once you reach the root, you have, like, infinite magical energy. You can do literally anything. Right, right. So the, the prevailing philosophy is kind of, it's the ultimate ends justify the means because it doesn't yes. matter like how many people you kill to reach the root right. once you get there you, you can, can bring, just bring them, all, them back. all back to life yeah 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 that makes a lot of sense god damn watch case files also we we didn't say that we were launching into a whole discussion of case files as a as, as it's as it stands now but uh if you have if you somehow are still listening and haven't watched case files yet you should do that because it's really good yeah and you should also watch if you didn't on your phones uh episode zero of the babylon anime yeah this was a a nice unexpected treat yeah seriously it i feel like we don't have to spend a ton of time on this like it it Uh, yeah there wasn't a lot of new information in it or anything no but it was good fan service yeah you know we got to see mashu backstory we got to see romani backstory we got to see our boy maris Burry, maris billy to some yeah. maris billy to people who ha- are wrong 
Actually, you are probably. I think that's actually like the the right, the quote unquote right way of romanizing it. Yeah, but it sounds really dumb. Yeah, I'm actually. Did you look it up on the wiki? I did. I didn't. No, I didn't. Oh wait, it's listed as Marysbury. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay. All right. I don't know. Whatever call it doesn't him, matter. Call him Marysbury. Marysbilly just sounds. Marysbilly sounds very incredibly silly. silly. Yeah. Um. Yeah, this is the first time we've ever actually seen him. He looks like Dante's from the drama CD. I'm going to keep yep. saying that, because if you don't know what Dante's from the drama CD looks like, you should go take a gander, because uh, that's that's one fine piece of anime, it's boy. It's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, he also looks a lot like Roman, which kind of makes sense. Which kind of definitely makes sense. And he's got the braid, which, mm-hmm. you know, keeping where, uh, you know, where Olga Marie gets the braid. Yeah. There wasn't a lot of Olga Marie in this episode. I was expecting no. more of her. We did get the Olga Marie episode in the form of Moonlight Lost Room, so that's true. Perhaps they felt like it was fine to lay off. Moonlight Lost Room is bonkers in all sorts of different ways. Yeah, yeah. I try not to think about Moonlight Lost Room. <laughs> yeah, me too. Honestly, it, it's one of those things that I feel like was designed to give us answers, but instead just gave us a lot of questions. Right. Um. But yeah, anyway, back on the, the Babylon episode, the uh, the initial action scene with them summoning Galahad Woo. into Mash Woo. is sick. Yeah, it's really good. It's so... It looked amazing. Yes. Um, I know that there has long been concern about how this show was going to work. Uh, not how it was going to work. How it was going to look. Yes. Because when it was first announced and they said it was being done by Cloverworks, back then Cloverworks had done like two shows uh, right. I think one of them was like a cute girls doing cute things slice of life, and one of them was, if I'm recalling correctly, like to you? co-producing um, Darling in the Bronx. Oh, oh, weird. Okay. Yeah, I, if I'm remembering correctly. Anyway, they did not have a a sizable or good track record yet. Yeah. Uh, they have done some good stuff since then, though. They did uh, what's it called The Promised Neverland, which was excellent. Oh, I have now they've put out the first or zeroth episode of this, and it looked clean. That action was amazing. Yeah, it it looks really good. They're definitely they're definitely strutting their stuff, and I'm glad. Mm-hmm. Also, my bad. I said Bloomin' to you, but that was um that's Troika who's doing uh who's doing case oh, files. Yeah, Troika. yeah. Oh, really? I didn't realize that. Yeah. Good studio. Yeah. I was going to say, because some of the, the shot framing and, and lighting tricks definitely reminded me. God, do you remember the, the train shot in Bloom Into You? Oh, in the, the first episode? Yeah. Yeah, that was so oh, good. Oh, God. Because Bloom Into You is a good show, too. I never f- Absolutely nothing in common with the Type Moon series, but you should go watch that. Yeah, especially if if you are dealing with questions of sexuality. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it it's good, and it does a pretty good portrayal of that. I didn't finish the anime, actually. I really should. I feel bad about saying that now, but mm-hmm. I, uh, I I will watch it, and you should watch it with me. Remember when I uh, watched like the last five episodes of Bloom Into You and finished reading Never Let Me Go on the same day? I remember that. It's <laughs> a lot of emotions. <laughs> I was just like emotionally gone. Yeah, yeah, I, I do remember that. You should also read Never Let Me Go by Kazuo Ishiguro, because <laughs> that's yeah, a really good book. Part. It'll leave you feeling empty and bleak and alone, <laughs> but in the best of ways. Yes. Uh, anyway, back on subject. Back on subject. Um, uh, yeah. Other- so the, so well, I want to talk a little bit more about Marisbury. Yeah, yeah. Um, the details that we did so, get from this. 
Right. Uh, it's... This is the first indication we've had of how he died, right? I feel like it. Like, we, we think so? I think so. Unless we Lev says something about dead. it in Fuyuki, but it's been so long since I played it that I do not remember, because I barely remember Lev, because he doesn't really matter. I feel like if someone had said before that he committed suicide, that I would remember that. Me too. But I, I thought it was it just was that he died, like, Olga Marie took over, suicide. people were kind of doubting Olga Marie's ability to handle the company, because she was mm-hmm. so young. That, I feel like that's more what I remember, is that, like, oh, Marisbury died, and can Olga Marie step up to the reins? Right. It's interesting, also, that, like, from the more... FGO we've gotten, and the more we've learned about Marisbury, the more sus of a figure he's become. Oh yeah, decidedly. And it was interesting that they didn't really depict him that way in this episode. Yeah, I guess so. Well, we haven't really gotten, like, I guess at the point of Babylon, we haven't really gotten a ton of, like, A-team deets, which I feel like is where more mm-hmm. of the Marisbury stuff comes in. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, it was nice to see the A-team animated, like, though. Shoutouts to that that one shot that has all of the cryptors together. Right. In, and in th- the there is a little bit of emphasis, but not a ton on, like, the cruelty of his experiments on MASH. Yes. Like, we had Da Vinci saying, like, this is fucked up. Like, if I were around when this started, I wouldn't have let it happen. Right. But right. but um, that that wasn't a big focus of anything. No, it's true. I, I do feel like that, that still is just in line with this whole Magecraft as not really being a good thing. <laughs> right. Kind of deal. Like, that's just kind of given as fact and then moved, like, brush, brushed over. Maybe we'll get proper discussion about it one day, specifically with, with MASH, but it was nice that we did get to see some of it. Right. You know, and, um, I don't know, Marisbury looked like fucking, oh my god. Is it like Giovanni in the Pokemon movie when like Mewtwo is doing the thing? Giovanni has like a crew cut. No, 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 no. I'm not saying like physically, like like the framing is kind of what I remember from it. it doesn't isn't there a point where like they're doing experiments on Mewtwo or something like that? Oh, oh yeah, at the very beginning of the movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. This is what it, it's reminding me of now. Got where it, Giovanni yeah. is like okay. behind the protective screen or whatever. Right. I don't think that's Giovanni. I think it's just some random scientist. Is it okay? But- Maybe I'm maybe I'm conflating two things. Whatever. Anyways, point being, it was it was cool to yes. see that. Mash Mash must learn that it is not the circumstances of your gift, but of circumstances of your birth, but what you do with the gift of life that determines who you are. Exactly, and that is, I think they showed that with Roman really nicely. I think it ties in with the fact that he also had to learn how to be a person. Yeah, what serving class would Mewtwo be? Caster. Caster, probably. Yeah, okay. maybe Avenger if you frame it in terms of you know the experiments. Yeah, that would make sense. But yeah, that's what I'd say. Archer, if you're really pushing it, if you keep <laughs> if you keep spamming Shadow Ball in neutral, then then he's Archer. Uh, okay. What was I saying? Uh, oh yeah, I was talking about a Roman and how. Roman. Yeah. There's that whole great montage at the beginning of the episode where we see roman doing what he did between the third war uh fourth fourth war i, well, I couldn't no, remember what it was in wasn't the 
isn't in the this timeline isn't it the only war oh i think you're right actually oh man yeah i think that's yeah right. it's the first fuyuki holy grail war yeah yeah okay so between the war and when he becomes like officially becomes romani yeah uh seeing that and then that was really neat yeah it was really neat and seeing that learning about his struggle and then seeing him try what does he say when he has the job interview with marisbury he's like yeah i've been doing a lot of stuff but like haven't found anywhere i fit in yeah he's like so i want you to hire me (laughs) yeah (laughs) to work at your company and Maris, I think there's like a cut like, to Marisbury. Yes, here's my resume. I'm Grandcaster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you brought me into this world. You can't get rid of me. <laughs> so you might as well hire me. Zing. Now I'm a doctor. Yeah, it was just nice to see him talking with with uh, with Mush and and seeing how. Yeah. I don't know. He was trying to push her in the direction that he found life pushing him. Um, and the way that he wanted to be going and i i thought that that was that didn't feel too much like projecting his own experiences i think he like looked at mashu as basically just like a husk of a living thing and being like wow this kid has no personality or wants or anything right we we gotta we gotta do something about this there it was interestingly subtle in the scene where he's talking about like i think someone who could be like a senpai of life for you is someone who is like very naturally human and can like feel all of these emotions in like a natural organic way yeah um and not explicitly saying like i'm not naturally human but also saying that like i can't be that person for you yeah i think she does ask like can you do that and he's like no right but he never he never says like i can't be that person for you he's but just they, like, they definitely could have laid on the foreshadowing a lot thicker yeah it's true and refrain from doing that which i think was a good call yeah i agree i agree it's like even though most um, of the people watching it probably already know what happened, it it still is right. just it, it's nice for people who are coming into the series to have that. And... Well, here's a question for you then uh, about like a, a practicality thing. Okay, is that for people who are just like anime only? Um, okay, there's going to be a little bit of weirdness as there always is with fate anime for. Oh, what no. you need to know in order to watch this. Yes. Like, what you need to have already experienced. Yes. Uh, do you think that this episode did a good job of, like, catching up a prospective first-time viewer so that they could get into the Grand Order anime without knowing everything that... without having played the game? I think skipping over Camelot... Like, not having Camelot exist yet in animated form, I think is going to make things hard. Because I think, much like the montage, I, too, do not really remember what happened between Fuyuki and America. Uh, You know, the story is fine. There's some antics. The answer is very little. Right. There's there's not really a ton of stuff that's really important that happens. Like, the intro of of Getia as Evil Solomon is kind of important. But even that's not super duper important. So long as you explain that it happened, you could kind of just brush over it. I don't yeah, know, though. It, it, I mean, I guess it... It just feels weird to be saddled with, like, a cardboard cutout of a main character and be like, look at him. He's already grown so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. And being like, what What happened? Maybe I want to see what happened to see just, just how cardboard this boy was before we got here. 
It is frustrating that they're animating both Camelot and Babylon, but Babylon is coming out first. Yeah, right. Like, who in the business boardroom <laughs> thought this was a good idea? I think probably the people who read the FGO um, surveys and saw that Babylon was the most popular uh, singularity. That's a good point. That would be my yeah. guess, but I still don't really That's think true. it's a good idea. Because like, even, even if it's more popular, like, even if people like Aliens more than Alien, you should kind of probably watch Alien because it's really important to the canon of movies you know right like you can only really appreciate aliens after you've seen the horror movie that is the the the, the thriller that is alien and then watch all of that just come apart as you know we're just beating up aliens left and right and it's just a wacky action movie (laughs) (laughs) so i i don't know i i i also feel mixed about that even though it's like probably fine so i would say my answer to your question is i kind of don't think it has uh, I think that it felt like this episode was really meant for people who watched Fake Grand Order and could look at that that montage of like stuff with Mashu in it and be like, I have a vague sense of what happened here because right. you know it's definitely implied that Lev is evil uh, in this like prequel short, and so then it makes sense that you see that shot of Lev fighting the party like that's that's pretty one to one that that makes sense. But other than that, I feel like you can't really infer anything that happened. Like, they don't... Did they even explain what the singular... They, did they explain what singularities were? Did they say the whole, uh, like... They have the very brief thing where there's, like, the shot of Olga Marie watching the fire come over the globe um, and saying, like, we've detected something we're calling Singularity F uh, in 2004, which is, a like, a... a I don't think they even used the word singularity, but like something that never existed in human history until 2015. Right. But they don't even explain the whole part about how they have to go like back in time to alternate times or they, they have to go like back in time to these weird. They do say something about lay shifting. Do they? Yeah. I, I remember there's some. It must be in that montage. About, like you could call it time travel. Oh, okay, OK. I think I think it was uh, it was when we see the A-team like in their plug suits oh yes 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 yes. you're yeah. right i don't know so i think it did a cursory job of of um explaining what happened much like um like that montage at the beginning of heaven's field one if right. you haven't seen unlimited blade works or anything fate like you could go into that movie and feel like maybe you kind of know what's happening yeah because i, I think i said think this before be... on the show but like people who i went to see heaven's field one with who some of them had not consumed any kind of fake content and were completely lost, even though I was like, oh yeah, this makes, like, look, you're seeing a little bit of, you know, the, the bit before the movie started and here are all the characters and everything. It makes sense, right? But everyone was like super lost. <laughs> so I feel like it's that kind of situation where it's given you bits and pieces that if you kind of know how to pick up what's being put down, it'll make sense to you. But if you're, like, if you if you don't know anything about fate and you pick this up, you might be like, what just happened? <laughs> Do you think that it would be a good idea then for people to watch the OVA that they put out like two years ago now? Uh, oh God, that was two years that ago. Shows the first singularity. Or do you think no, because that OVA is pretty bad? I do think the OVA is pretty bad, but it does encapsulate what happens in Fugi. <laughs> yeah. I think that if you have a smartphone, you could just like skim the dialogue. <laughs> Either if you're playing NA, you can just read the badly translated dialogue, or you can, you know, read a translated, fan translated one if you're playing the Japanese version. 
you you could want i like if you're if you're if we're talking in the hypothetical space of someone who's only ever watched feed anime yeah you should maybe watch it i would say yeah you should you should probably watch yeah. it just because like just gives you more context th- this episode zero covered some of the same stuff yeah. but they didn't even they didn't even i think show like the explosion and the a-team going into cryo storage and how right uh, Ritska became like the only master left. Right. And there's that thing where Mashu's like under the rubble and she asks uh, Ritska to, to pull her out. Yeah. It did. It, 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 it was missing. I, I think that people should watch it for context. I, I don't think it's quite enough to get going. Yeah. I think, I think I would advise someone to watch it, but keep in mind that nobody's going to tell you it's good. Yeah. Agreed. That's a good. <laughs> That's a good assessment. <laughs> it's it's like required reading. It's not good, but you do it, it is get important. to see Lancer Medusa, who's not even supposed to be there, crush Shinji's head though. Yeah, that is good. So there is there is some good coming. <laughs> there is some good in this world. <laughs> yeah. The rest of the show will probably be pretty cool though, provided you know what's happening. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> and now that we can be reasonably con- confident that the production values are there yeah. i'm really looking forward to it yeah me too me too because I, I had been saying for a while that i would be pretty fine with babylon if they gave it like the apocrypha treatment where yeah. it looks like dog shit up until the last three episodes and then the final fight is amazing yeah i, I would uh, agree with that actually i'd be i'd be like fine with that i wouldn't be ecstatic but i would be i'd be fine with it right because camelot is the one with all of the amazing fights and we're getting the big budget movie deal there. true true because camelot uh, is very much like the the chain of boss fights whereas there's not a ton of super exciting content that happens before all the tiamat shit goes down right like there's the the fight against gorgon that's like a big deal yes. when it happens but like compared to the final battle with like the the tides of chaos and everything yeah king is on merlin showing up nothing. and that that shit's so cool <laughs> yeah 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 but now, if we can have good animation all the way through, even better. Yeah, agreed, agreed. And I don't know if they'll be able to keep that up. It could be they're just putting on a good face for us, <laughs> you know, as Entirely the episode zero possible. sampler. But right, you know, the character animation looked pretty good. Like the expressions were all, you know, people were pretty emotive. So I, I think, yeah, I've, I've got good hopes. Me too. Yeah. All right, let's move, let's on, move on to the next thing, which is summer. Summer. It's upon us once again. It is that that wonderful time where we drop our imaginary dollars or real dollars for some of you into wonderful, wonderful titty. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's everyone's favorite time we, of year, uh, the tittying. We put on... <laughs> the tittying is once again upon us. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we put off recording this hoping they would reveal the... Uh, the second banner of Swimsuit Servants as well. They still haven't. Yeah. With our luck, they're going to do it tomorrow morning. Chances are, yeah. Um, but we did wait long enough to get to see the welfare. Yeah. So we've got four out of seven yes. revealed. So we've got Saber Hokusai as our free servant. We've got mm-hmm. five-star Berserker Musashi, who has gun blades, uh, yeah. which is... <laughs> she sure does. Question mark, exclamation point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh we have archer osakube who has two guns that i maybe are actual guns maybe are water guns i don't know um they're definitely water guns in the like first reveal that they showed oh yeah okay uh, I, I, chances i think are pretty good they get upgraded to real guns later actual guns yes uh rider carmilla who who 
also has a gun, but this one looks way more real. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's smaller, but it's definitely just a gun. <laughs> yeah, I it, underneath Carmilla's red dress, you can see this kind of like black lacy slip kind of thing, and I fear for our later ascensions. <laughs> they may be uh-huh. too powerful. Well, you know, second ascension, that hat is gone, which is a bummer. That's it looks really good. Yeah, it's a they great always hat. make the mistake of getting rid of the hat. Those fools. It's true, though. And then we have boys. We have three boy costumes. We have yes. uh, Summer Merlin, who's looking pretty fly. Mm-hmm. And then Fuma, and I actually don't remember the third one, because uh, Summer Merlin's the only one I care about. Uh, oh, yeah, this is rough. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Whoops. Stand by. FGO, Summer, boy, safety. <laughs> Who the fuck is it? Wait, I, just, I definitely just looked this no, up these before are we just started the recording. ones from last year. I definitely just looked this up before we started nice. recording. Forgotten Boy, I'm so sorry. It's probably someone that we kind of care about. I don't think it's someone I don't care about at all, is the thing. Who the fuck is it? This is really fucking funny. Yep. Anyways, while we look this up, uh, boy costumes again, only costumes, no servants. Crying. Siegfried, it is someone we don't oh, care about. Oh, it is someone about. we don't care about. Hey, it's, okay. it's I, our boy. I feel much better now. <laughs> we are sorry, and so is he. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's fine. I don't know. We got some Merlin. That's what everyone wanted. Everyone wants the, yep. the Merlin, and that's fine. Yep, yep, yep. Everyone is pleased with that, and, you know. And Yaoi Ninja Boy is a, a good three-star as well. Yes, Yaoi Ninja Boy is a fine, a fine three-star consolation prize. There are definitely better boys they could have picked, though. Let's be real here. As much as I, I make fun of him by never remembering his name and only calling him Yowie Ninja Boy, <laughs> he, I do have a soft spot in my heart for him because uh-huh. he was the, the assassin I used for, like, the first six months of the game before I got a gold one. That's right. Yes. Yeah, and he is pretty good. And he, he does have some good moments. He's kind of funny. Uh, I know in Onigashima he has good banter with um, Ryder Kintoki. Mm-hmm. I can't quite remember it. It's pretty goofy. But he got a strengthening quest. He got a strengthening quest. We'll talk about the strengthening quest in more detail. Yeah, I should actually though. pull up that whole list because I don't remember what Fumas was. They upgraded uh, his. They added buff denial. Buff denial. That's right. His noble phantasm. No, it's one of his skills. Correctly. I think. Okay. It's it's he's got like I think it was on his um. His like attack debuff skill. Oh yeah, yeah. I think you're right. I don't remember what it's called. I don't remember any skill names that aren't like golden rule or eye of the mind <laughs> right um so have you been seeing all of the memes going around about summer okita uh yeah because uh, apparently she wanted a summer version or something like that in koha yeah yes, i they guess talk there was a that. joke about this last year yeah yeah i i didn't i didn't i missed that last year i if we got summer okita that would be fine i don't know again i think i said this before on the podcast we just we just came out of Gouda Gouda Hell and I'm I was very content with Mao Nobu. Very content. We don't need anything more from 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 the Gouda Gudas, I feel. But you're a big Okita fan. I do you? like Okita. I I have an MP three Okita that I didn't mean to get, but that I have. Um And she was the first servant you bond ten. Yes, she was the first servant I bond ten. I had a I had a very brief period of time where I was really into Okita. Now I've I've kind of like cooled off and I, I just like her. Um She's nice. She's fun. She's a, a gag character. We love a gag character. She's like 
I I don't know why people don't talk about Okita in gameplay anymore. I still think she's really busted, but it could just be that I'm my my vision is skewed by having her at NP3 when I'm like I I think that may be. I think she's been power creeped a bit. She has, uh-huh. but her quick cards are still. Like she was definitely nuts. the best saber for a long time. Yeah, and she definitely is not the best saber anymore, even though she's a pretty good. one. Yeah, she's just a she's decidedly like pretty solid still, and I I feel like people have been sleeping on Okita lately. I know we've definitely gotten some much more exciting, much more broken picks, but I, I still I still stand by that she's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Summer Okita, I don't know. I'm I I could see it happening. I guess I'm just like I feel like we already have everything we need. Do we do we need? Do you want? I I don't really care about. I I don't know. I don't know what it is. I'm just like I'm not that jazzed about the idea. Yeah, I think the um, there is still a chance that she comes out i think that uh this year's event theme yeah could fit her pretty well it's in vegas the tournament right? of the seven summer blade masters yes it is in vegas cool. oh my god i forgot that was the name of the thing seven <laughs> summer. okay yeah yeah, yeah. The, this this makes sense she'll probably be here we also haven't gotten our saber face announcements yet yet that's true there hasn't been a saber face and yet. we need what is it minimum two yeah i am excited that uh so far, we have hit none of the patterns that everyone always <laughs> insists were there. Yes. Because I feel like this is a thing that always happens. People are like, no, guys, there's this pattern here. Yes. That allows us to predict the servants that are coming out. I'm like, it's happened twice. That's not a pattern. Right. I was like, okay, our sample size is two. <laughs> like, yeah, it happened yeah. last year. Okay, that means it's going to happen this year. Dummy. But this time, this it did. Ha- there were a few things that did happen for summer three times in a row. Yes. But they were, like, so specific, some of them. Like, a Japanese berserker becoming a lancer. Like, that's not going to happen again. No, that that can't. The fact that it has happened is a very strong coincidence. But yeah, we definitely looked, and we were, like, the only one left is, like, Cha-Cha, right? It's like, I guess... The the only one left is Cha-Cha. The only female one. uh, Kentoki, Hijikata, but... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I do not expect to get a Cha Cha Lancer. I do not want a Cha Cha Lancer. <laughs> if we do, her far I will away eat from crow. me. <laughs> if it happens now, then I'll really look like an idiot. Yeah. But... We okay. If it happens, you heard it here first. If not, we told you so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, perfect. We're covering our bases. Yeah, yeah. Option select. It's fine. <laughs> um, the another one that everyone said was like definitely a thing was that of the two five stars one of them was drawn by takeuchi and one of them was drawn by arco yes. which now uh, we can see hasn't happened yep although musashi so is out. drawn by that one artist whose name i always forget but the one who did mahoyo yes that so, one whose name i also don't know yes i don't know the, the, the scathatch scathatch aoko face <laughs> artist yeah <laughs> so it's like I feel like we could now broaden the pattern if we wanted to, to be like, the main summer servants have to be drawn by, like, principal type moon artists. Yeah, I guess so. But, like, that makes sense to me, honestly. Like, I think relying on that as a pattern is is reasonable. But we'll have to see how, you know, future girls shake things up. Yeah, so next banner is going to be two saber faces in Lancer Cha-Cha. <laughs> you heard it here first. All right, who's left? It's Okita. Um, We've got to get MHXXA. M- yeah, MH, it's MHXXA and Okita. <laughs> MHXXA. 
Oh god. If there are any more MHXs, I swear to God, I'm I'm leaving what? this franchise. That's how I felt after MHXA, but then once they did MHXX, I was like, okay, now we've gone for it. Yeah. I'm on board for as far as this goes. <laughs> yeah, keep it going, keep it going. <laughs> yeah, Saber Wars 2, woo! <laughs> Bring on the Star Wars memes. I am really shocked there hasn't been a Saber Wars 2. Me too, it'll probably be this year, real talk. Yeah. Are there um, any other saber faces that are a... left that aren't that aren't Johns or uh that aren't there are Nero's, but we have a summer Nero. Yeah. Um Well there's a Kagetora, but she just came out. <laughs> so I wouldn't expect anything yeah. from her. Like what like is Lakshmi by a, a Jean face? Yes. Here's the th- here's the interesting thing, is that Jean started out as a saber yes. face, but I feel like as time has gone on, on, Jean has definitely become visually distinct. I agree. From Artoria. And now we have Lakshmi Bai, who's more of a Jean face than an Artoria face. Because right. I wouldn't call her a saber face. Yeah. I mean, you know, we can joke about Takeuchi all we want, but. Oh, she actually, she is listed as Altria face. Altria face. Okay. <laughs> Uh-huh. She does have the tag. Yes. She gets the the bonus damage yes. from MHX. Yes, she does have the tag. So she does count, but... Fans, I'm sorry for saying Altria. I just read it off, off of Cernopedia. I don't believe in Altria, yeah. but if you if you do, <laughs> that's, that's, that's fine, I guess. If you really want to live your life that way, yeah. then we won't try to stop you. All right. Summer Grey, but she doesn't have a swimsuit. It's just the same outfit. <laughs> <laughs> She's got the same outfit on still. Yeah. She's 15. Leave her alone. <laughs> Do you think Grey could pull off, like, the same kind of thing that uh, Mashu's summer skin is? Oh, what? She's got, like, the... Is it, like, that... a hoodie and, uh... No, she's just got, like, a like a white dress on. Oh, that's right. That's right. No, isn't it? It's, like, a one-piece swimsuit with, like, a skirt, doesn't it? I don't think so. It's, it's not, like, form-fitting. Oh, my God. It's been way too long since I've looked at Summer Mashi. She could do a Summer Marie. Summer Marie has like the uh It's just like a very light dress. Summer Mashi. No, that's a that's a this is this is a this is a swimsuit. This looks like a swimsuit to me. You think so? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause it's got a it's got like a titty thing and a bow thing. I always thought it was just like a summer dress. It doesn't feel like form-fitting enough to be a one-piece swimsuit to me. See, it's really short though. That yeah, like it's. Sh- I know, I know this is an anime. I know her usual skirt outfit is short. I know it's like design echo wise, it makes sense. But I feel like usually when I look at a swimsuit, I'm like, yeah, that's this is. Also, it has straps that tie behind the neck, which I feel like is a very swimsuit thing. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah. Okay, I buy it. Oh, it also says I was about to say what it, what is it called? Because all the skins have names. It says Mizugi, which is swimsuit. Okay, fine. You win. Ha ha ha. Yes, <laughs> one quarter in the jar for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, where were we though? We're talking about summer servants. Talking about summer yeah. servants. Yeah. I've, have we have we done that? Can we talk about strengthening quests? Uh, yeah, sure. Let's okay. Archery Alter did get strengthening quest today though. Oh, she did. Yeah, I was sort of. I I was thinking because I, I was like, I know people have said that she's mediocre. I think that she's pretty serviceable. Um, you know, I don't think she's amazing, 
rider Kentucky exists and in in that world you can't really have a single target quick rider without being like why am i not just using rider Kentucky? wait yeah what do you no oh yes sorry never mind never mind i thought for a second you were talking about the the four star saber I was like, no, no, Gawain yeah, got Gawain that, got one. that one. but you were but talking about. She was the about, five star of that one. You're talking about saber altar rider. Yeah, I think I maybe meant to say maid altar, but then I just saber altar. Okay, yeah, sorry, my bad. Because I know we we had a while back been saying like, oh, like normal saber altar could be a candidate for one. Yeah, right. Because she just is, you know, she has instinct. But they made it Gawain. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you tested this out yet? Uh. No, I, I've done two out of three of the quests to get that. Okay. You know what it does, right? It just makes sunlight happen? It makes sunlight happen, which is pretty yeah, good. Yeah, that is pretty good. That's definitely the buff he was looking for. Yes. Get that charisma E out of you. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> Shoutouts to charisma E minus, I think. Archeria Alter has? She either just has E or it might just be E. I can't remember. Does she have even worse than him? Wow. It's pretty bad. Um. Oh my god. Sorry, I just have to control F. Alter. It's pretty bad. Come on, you. Where is she? But yeah, what do you think about the uh, the strengthening quest? Oh no, they they both had E. They both had um, E. Okay, great. Yeah, saber altar and lancer altar and Gawain have charisma E. <laughs> R.I.P. <laughs> um, but I think that. This strength in quest in general, or just the, the whole oh, thing? I mean, the whole thing. We we can go whoever. I, I would say, um, yeah, the whole thing. The whole thing. Well, awesome that we're getting twice as many as usual. Yes, very into that. Uh, I have felt in the past that they they release so many servants per year compared to how often we get strength in quests that it's kind of just a drop in the bucket. Yes, agreed. This goes a long way towards mitigating that effect. Agreed. Um, I just got... A bonus thirty quarts for logging in. Yay! Happy fifty days. Oh, I should log into that. Oh too. yeah, yeah. It's my nine hundred days. Yay! I should also log in. Nice. Um, anyway, what we're was being it? responsible podcast hosts, and you know, playing games on our podcast. <laughs> playing games while we podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, what are we if not representations of typical Type Moon fans? <laughs> right. Uh, I think most of the upgrades so far have been pretty good. I don't think we've gotten any yet that are like huge head scratchers like the last round when they buffed melt lilith for some reason yeah i remember that being like thanks <laughs> yeah, as if melt like wasn't already, already like really the good. best single target quick servant or like one of them yeah um although you know i had her so i was kind of fine with it yeah. and then i got yeah, NP2. An np2 version of her for the guaranteed gotcha this I'm year i'm so sorry which i wasn't really fine with but then she got buffed a couple days later so i was like all right <laughs> fine <laughs> if you insist yeah, I got Neurobride from the Guarantee Gacha, so I was very happy to see that she got buffed, but I also don't think that really needed to happen, because she kind of already had her niche. Yeah, uh, that's true. Like, I don't, I don't really... I mean, it's true that she wasn't, like, busted, but definitely, if you look at any, like, stupid, you know, high-damage, three-turn, dumb, stupid clear, I feel like it usually involves a Neurobride. As, like, icing on the double Merlin cake or whatever. But batteries are always nice. We'll take batteries on whoever you want to give give them to. Yeah, I would agree. <laughs> Did you see there? I can't remember if I sent it to you or not. There was this fan art of <laughs> it was like Neurobred holding her strengthening quest banner, and then Chengong behind her, like looking menacing. 
Um, <laughs> no, I haven't. By the, I can't remember what it was. I think, I think the the caption in Japanese read something like, "Yes, like excellent. You'll make a fine sacrifice," or something like that. <laughs> Chen Gong is so funny. I love Chen Gong. I am so. We'll get to him in a bit because we have things to say. Oh about yeah, him. real talk. I love the bronzes. They're so funny. Yeah, they're very. Um, they have really wacky designs. Uh, let's just go through the strengthening list. Real I was quick. gonna say. All right, so we got we got Altera who Altera's buff is is sick. very good. Yeah, that yeah. removing buffs uh, is always good, and right. defense buffs are the ones that you really really care about because if you can do enough damage, you don't have to worry about the attack buffs, <laughs> but you have right. to get the damage first. Um, uh, Romulus, Romulus, this is probably good is if cool. anyone cared about Romulus. I I have a soft spot for Romulus. Yeah. Um, when I was still playing NA. I used him a lot. Oh, yeah. Um, I think he, he's not he's not so bad. He has Imperial uh, Privilege, right? He's a, He has Imperial Privilege EX. EX yeah, I was going to say. Which is a, a nutty skill. Yes. Um, he has a targeted Guts and Buster buff. Was that, a, was that a buff? Or is that just real? No, no, he's always what? had that. It's a Buster buff, yeah. too? Oh, yeah. fuck. Oh, it's not that good, though. It's, it's not great, but... You know, it's a 30% buster for one turn. Yeah, that's not bad. That has its uses. Uh, Noble Phantasm is pretty vanilla, but you know, it's fine. That's fine. It does AoE damage and has a charisma on it. Sure. That's that's totally fine. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's he's not bad. Yeah, he's not like amazing standout, but definitely if you're in early game and, or, you know, you haven't pulled a Gold Lancer yet, this, this, yeah. this'll do. All right. I know that Nasu has said, like, He's one of the servants from the early days when nobody really gave too much of a shit about putting effort into the uh-huh. game. Uh, and since then, Nasu said, like, you know, if if we had been trying harder back then, he's one of the servants I wish we had done more with. Yeah, I believe the writer of... a really big deal. The writer of uh, the room, of, of Septim, said... Oh, is that who said I think said it might have been... That's who it, said it? It, was okay. like, it could have been Nasu said something, too. But definitely the writer of Septim was like, yeah, I, I wish we could have done more than just being, like, he's from memes. Because this is actually a pretty yeah. cool character we made. Right. I mean, there's always chance for a Romulus swan song because we did get a Spartacus revamp essentially. That's true. In, uh, in Lost World four or three, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, moving on. Yeah, glad to see him getting buffs. Yeah. Then we had the the Medusas. Yeah, so we got um, no strengthening for uh, normal Medusa, which is sad. But... Yeah, she's she's pretty okay though. But she's pretty okay, yeah. These two probably needed more than her, to be yeah, honest. Anna slash uh, Medusa Lily is pretty mediocre. I think she has really bad hmm. NP gain. Um, she, like, kind of does okay single target damage, but that's, like, really her only claim to fame. I think her skills are kind of so-so. Yeah, so they buffed her, her charm here. Yes, and they gave her quick resist down. Oh, yeah, because this was one of those ones that, like, even at level 10, it wasn't a guaranteed yeah. charm. Which is just... that's So now it is. Yeah. Yeah. That should never be a thing. Right, quick resist down um, is fine. I do like the trend of, of buff resist down. I think it's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. I don't think, like, it's one of those things where, you know, we like seeing defense down. <laughs> bit my tongue. We like seeing defense down, but the specific card type downs, I'm, like, a little bit scratching my head. Unless they're, in, like, higher percentage, which I'm imagining they have been. I haven't really been keeping track. And neither have I. I like them. Um, I think it... It's fun, a good way to encourage, like, thinking about team building. Oh, that's a good point. That's a good point. Because if, if you've got just, like, Buster down on the enemy, then you want a team that has a lot of Buster cards to make use of that. Right. That's a yeah, good point. If exactly. only for that, I, I like them. Um, and then we got Gorgons, who 
she got increased star weight for Buster cards, uh, which is really what she needed because she didn't have anything to give her star weight. Yeah, because isn't the thing with Avengers that they have like really good Buster damage as a class, but really low star yeah, weight? Yeah, it's because... Or not, not Buster damage, really damage. good crit damage. Yes, it's because they've got that passive... I don't remember if it's like... Is it Oblivion record? I know they changed that. It was like memory memory correction or something like that. Yes, memory. I just liked Oblivion yeah. record more because it, it was... It was fun. It sounds yeah, cool. it was cooler. Oblivion correction is what they've got on the wiki I'm looking at. Yeah, it's either oblivion correction or memory correction. I think it was. I think people have gone back and forth on that. Uh, yes, oblivion correction is really nutty, and so they do really good crit damage, but they just have no star weight, which is why Jalter is broken or was broken for a really long time because she because was she just an Avenger with none of the downsides of being an Avenger. Right. Other than you know being really squishy. So I'm glad to see the Gorgon is getting that. I think that definitely makes her good because um, like even Hessian Lobo had that and we don't really think of, of Doggo as being anything special. He's pretty right. solid, but you know, Dante's is the thing. <laughs> you could just use Dante's and kill <laughs> yeah. everyone. Yeah. Then we had the Alexanders. Iskander, my boy. Iskander buff is Fucking solid. finally get rid of that military tactic ass bullshit. That skill sucked yeah. and it sucked forever. Uh Bedivere uh strengthening when, because now we gotta rid of that shit in Bedivere. Does Bedivere, Bedivere have has that? that? Bedivere's skills are all pretty bad. Why does Bedivere have military tactics? Yeah, Bedivere has military tactics, like a really low rating, so it's really bad. Um okay. he has like a defense, it's like thirty percent defense up for one turn. And then he has, like, a skill uh-huh. that charges his NP, like, slightly, I think. Wow. Um, yeah, the, those suck. Yeah. Oh, it's just tactics. Sorry, it's just tactics, not military tactics. But it's tactics C, oh, right. which goes from 8 yeah, to yeah. 16%. Yeah. Yeah, then he has Calm Composure, which is NP up 30 flat across the board. Then Now that we've put tactics on the list of old skills that need to be upgraded across the board, that adds so many more servants to <laughs> the chopping block. God, I know. Let's get through Instinct first, because we don't have too many of those left. Yeah. Yeah, Iskander really got the buff that he needed, because he also is just a fucking meat wall of damage. That guy just hits like a truck. Yeah, he slept. But he had no crit damage stuff, which felt kind of bad, considering he's, you know, a rider. So he's got that now. And for the whole team, pretty good. What's the percent on that, do you know? Um, uh, uh, 30%. That's pretty uh, yeah. good. I was going to say, it's it's nothing stellar, but it's it's good. Yeah. Where are you finding this? On the wiki? And then, little Alexander... Uh, here, I'll send you the link. Sure. Yeah, I don't have the numbers in front of me. I just have what they do. Yeah, little Alexander got one. Click on that. It's got the whole list. And then on the right, you can just click on the name of the new skill, and it'll show you the numbers. Click on the name of the new skill. Oh, cool, cool. Thank you. Yeah. Um... And little Alexander's, you know, better charm chance. It's now guaranteed. Removes buffs. At... We like a buff removal. Yeah. People who mm-hmm. like this kid, he's better now. <laughs> yeah. Congrats. Pretty sure. Yeah. Medea Lily got an upgrade, which I think was deserved now that Asclepius is out and just better yes, than her. I agree. This definitely puts her back on the map. Also means that I should start using her with you because she gives buff... Removal resistance for three Buff turns. Removal resistance. <gasps> she needs that. That yeah. means I can I can keep going forever. <laughs> I do actually have uh, a Lily at fairly high NP. I believe it's like two or three. Um, 
I just have literally never used her save for like a couple challenge quests where I really needed the healing. Yeah. She does heal pretty well. But yeah, this was a good one. I think Asclepius is probably still the go-to. I would say so. But she's not bad. Yeah. She's good in like burst healing. The way that I think about Medea Lily is like she's someone you plug suit in on an NP turn where you can't protect everybody. <laughs> um, but like sense. you have, that's how I've used her in the past is like, you know, you've got like, I don't know, someone has their own invincibility skill. Mashu uses her invincibility on herself. Then you swap out Waver who can't protect himself because you used your, you know, Mystic Code invincibility last turn or last NP. Uh, you swap out Waver and then you, you put in Medea Lily. She heals everyone to full or whatever. And then she dies and then Waver comes back in. Makes sense. Yeah, that's kind of how I've used her. But uh, now she's got a little more of a use. So shout outs to her. Also, be, being in Jason's NP, which is hysterical. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Fuba Cardero, yeah, we, we already talked about his buff. Yeah. It's not bad. Buff block. Buff block and things like that. Skill seal, NP seal on... Or NP seal is good, but skill seal and buff block, I feel like on on uh, on NPCs are always a little bit hard to use. Yeah, that's Unless true. it's like, oh, we're about to get the bar... And then maybe it works, but I don't actually know if those kinds of things counter the um the guaranteed buffs they get on like bar break and the ones that are like permanent. I think it varies from quest to quest, I think. Okay. Sometimes they have like unremovable buffs, sometimes you can meet them. Okay. Out. Yeah. So it could be good, but yeah. it's I always feel like those things are kind of hard to use. Yeah. Nero Bride we already talked about. Bodica. Um fill your comrades with the fiery hatred against Rome. <laughs> yeah, I've seen a couple good memes about this. Oh, good. Yeah, I've we've said it before, Bodica a decidedly unloved character um, in in everything she's appeared in so far, but a very cool figure and hopefully she'll get more. I'm holding out for Avenger Bodica that is just better. <laughs> yeah, maybe in the England last maybe. bout. Who knows? That'd be cool. I'm not holding my breath. And I think this is like a fine buff, but not anything too exciting. Yeah. Unless you want to just like, unless there's just a Roman boss and you want to tech real yeah, hard. Right, right. Yes, she's definitely a tech. <laughs> she has a, um, uh, she has an, an all party arts up buff though from 10 to 20%. So nothing stellar, but that's pretty good. Yeah. And she has a buff NP, which I always like, even if it's not like the most amazing. Mm-hmm. I do think that's a cool design space. Um, yeah, then we right. got... Then we had Mysterious Heroine X, X on the weird skill that stuns the opponents a turn later. Yes. Which is a pretty neat yes. one. I um, like that skill. Reduce the cooldown on that, also put defense down. Yeah. We like to see we that. We do like to see that. It's fine. Pretty unremarkable. Yeah, Martha got her big punch even bigger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's go. Um... I don't really think she needed the buff, but I'll yeah. take it. I don't know. I, I wish they had done something a little more interesting with her kit, because I think her, her skills are pretty boring. Her her strong suit is yeah. just being good at punching things and not dying. Right. I think on the rare occasion you do get, like, a water map, she's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Right, but that's, at this point, that's pretty much, like, a summer thing or, like, a challenge quest thing. Yeah. Oh, but maybe Atlantis? Will it always be water? Because oh, we're underwater. Atlantis. <laughs> Could, Could be. be. Stay tuned. Yeah, and then we we talked about um, Maid Alter and Gawain a little bit. Maid Alter's, I think, is is pretty good. Um, 
yeah, they they removed they all but removed the debuff from the skill right. and just made it give you health instead of taking yeah, it away. Yeah, which I'm very fine with. I don't yeah. know what um I don't know how much max HP they get. Uh, I think it's three thousand. Oh, that's good. I saw some. That's pretty good that. for five turns. Yeah. That's that's very good. It is good, and it's. I believe it's on a five turn cooldown. So if you use the plug suit or not the plug suit, excuse me, the Mystic Code, um, cooldown reduction, then you can you can get that off again, and that, that's mm-hmm. pretty good for giving someone a little bit of a little bit of oomph. Oh yeah, and Gawain, he he makes the sun happen now. <laughs> Nightless charisma, which is a cool name. Good, good name for his skill. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's it for strengthenings. Um, cool. Yeah, generally I'd say pretty right. good. I think a lot of characters that I'm kind of like eh on, um, slash that I don't have or don't use. But I'm I'm glad that for people who love those characters that they're uh, they're getting a little more time to shine. And is that's the last of them, yep. right? There are no more yep. coming. There's no more. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. So now we can get on to the juicy stuff. The bronzes. Oh yeah. The first bronzes so- since Bunyan. <laughs> I don't remember if, if you showed me this or if I showed it to you or what, yeah. but it was uh, the um, the one of those memes with like the boyfriend looking away from his looking at like <laughs> the the woman in yes. red and his girlfriend's yes, pissed you, off. Yes, you showed this to and me. <laughs> his girlfriend had a, a Da Vinci Rider's face on She's it, like and pouting. then the woman in red was just all of the bronze. Yeah, servants. yeah. Like yeah, that sums up this anniversary pretty yeah. well. Um, some of them so-so. So I guess we should acknowledge Leonardo da Vinci Rider happened. Well, yeah, um, that happened in. Um, she seems fine. I, I hear that she can like ref- refund her noble phantasm really yeah, well. I'm happy that uh, she's a rider, which means that she can actually like do damage. <laughs> yeah, uh, unlike her caster counterpart. Yep. We've expressed this before, so I think, but I I do like small da Vinci more than big da Vinci. She's just she. There's something about the snark coming from a kid body that makes it a little funnier. <laughs> Okay, that's fair. I I I like it. I I think I. That's the interesting thing too is that I do like Small Da Vinci, but then she came out and I was like, okay. Yeah, that's the thing is like we get enough of her in the story that I don't feel like I really have a desperate craving to have her like on my party. Yeah, like if I got her, I'd be like, oh, cool. But I don't know. I do think that the the. This probably means we're going to see her doing fighting in the story next Lost Boat. Oh, good point. Good point. Because we have to have a sprite for her. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, she's got some good skills. She's got some uh, good, you know. Oh, that's only a one-hit evade? Oh, that's weird. Oh, that is weird. It's like, um... Wow, that skill actually kind of sucks, It's like it? Ryder Ishtar. She's got one of those. It's like... Crit- Does she? Yeah, it's um. Her second skill. I know what you're talking about. I didn't realize it was just one. Yeah, hit it's one it hit, I believe. Yeah, it's the same one actually. She she also has Excel Turn B. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Weird stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she does have uh, a new incarnation of the increase overcharge level. Yes. Which, Which cool. I am personally uh, a fan of. I really like those kinds of skills. I do like that mechanic. Yeah, I'm a big fan of overcharge being useful. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Support rider. That's fun. We had CME. 
we have that as a skill. That's fun. Yeah, she looks like she'll fit really well into like an NP span. Oh, decidedly, yeah. Um, so she definitely looks good. I just don't really care for some reason, and I'm not yeah. sure why. I know. I I feel similarly. And you need riders too. <laughs> I do. I do. I have no riders. Yeah. Achilles is my only five star rider I've ever gotten. Yeah. And he's Bond ten now, yeah. so I can't use him anymore. Yeah. No, but just slap a slap a dream flame on him. I guess I can. Slap a dream flame on him. He deserves it. Yeah. I might do. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. We're, uh... Bronzes. How long have we been recording this? This is a little over we're an hour. At an hour. Yeah, 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 we got plenty of time. I think we're, we're uh, well yeah, on schedule. Yeah, I'd say so. Um, yeah. So I would right. say that bronzes, generally, pretty psyched. Some of them, mediocre. Some of them, Changong. <laughs> yeah. Can you believe they gave us two star Merlin? Let's go two star Merlin. Two star like, well, the, the on Merlin the Buster two star semi yeah two star like, but effectively two star Merlin two star Merlin and Arash in one unit. Hello, min maxers, we out there. Okay, so here's here's the difference between Tactician's Wish and Hero Creation. One, uh, Tactician's Wish the crit damage only Preserve works on Berserk. Yeah. Although the other things still yes. do. Uh, two, Tactician's Wish, the Buster card effectiveness is only one turn instead yes. of three. Although the crit damage is just still just one turn yes. for both of yes. them. Uh, and two, I think um, I think the the 3,000 max HP up on Hero Creation lasts for three turns. I believe. Whereas for Tactician's Wish, it's only... Yeah, so I don't, I don't super know how helpful so it is. So it's just like it, but... every aspect of it is a little bit less yeah. but they're all still yeah, there yeah exactly he, he's still doing the merlin and stuff that's and pretty he, crazy wait, he's merlin and waver and arash and one because <laughs> he's got the waver he defense is. buff oh you're right put they put all of our favorite boys together <laughs> and and he's also got scapegoat and he's got too. scapegoat yeah he's just all of our favorite skills from our favorite boys he's really good he's guys. really good on a number of levels, not just damage. Yeah, beams. seriously. Like scapegoat is a nutty skill, yes. and it was it was nutty when it was on Kiritsugu, yes. and now that it's on like an actually good character, yes. it's super it's nutty. super busted. Uh, my plan: I have leveled my Changong to sixty-five and got his skills to six. When I have more gems, I think is what I'm. I can't remember what I'm missing. I'm missing something for him. Um, I'm gonna max him out, and I'm gonna use him with Hijikata because that's going to be a party. Oh, uh, yeah. That's Scapegoat. Just have them hit Hijikata down to his gutsy proccing. He'll have one HP left. Wait, there's there's anti-synergy, I know, though. there's anti-synergy with the max uh, HP. I've thought about it, but it's. Yeah. But I feel like it, it's probably made up for by the crit damage and the buster up. It's probably It probably goes even. Uh, yes. Yeah, it is, it is definitely made up for by it. It's just a little unfortunate, it's a little unfortunate. that you're not getting yeah. the one HP yeah. damage. It's okay. You can't, we can't always get what we want, <laughs> but I'm still going to do it because it's going to be fun. Like yeah, never have I really had a way to reliably get Hijikata down to low health and I'm <laughs> ready to finally have that. <laughs> it's going to be great because <laughs> Hijikata is like my favorite Berserker unit to use because he's kind of the only Berserker that actually uses being a Berserker to his advantage. Yeah. Uh, and I think that. I think that's. I'm kind of bummed that there aren't more berserkers that do that. Like, I don't really care about like, the character. There are a lot of much, them that but... have 
builds that like mitigate the fact that they're berserkers. Right. Especially with uh, uh, with Rhinus. Like Heracles just having Yeah, especially with Rhinus. I love Rhinus berserker team. Yeah, they're really fun. Um Then you have Heracles who just like once you get Castle in the Snow has a million guts, so it doesn't matter that he's a exactly. berserker. But I think Hijikata is the only one who's like, yes. <laughs> Hit me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am excited for that to hopefully do something. I, I, I'm curious to see how people will figure it out. I think you could probably do something cheeky, because I'm sure there are some skills that drain health. As I mean, I guess I guess There altered, definitely are. Yeah. You could probably do something really stupid <laughs> to get that back down. <laughs> what I was thinking is that what you do is, so you get, you you scapegoat one turn, get Hijikata down to one health. Then you use Chengong's buff, Tactician's Wish. And then you use his crit um, absorption up, which uh, drains a thousand health. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, that's so then it's only two thousand, so it's oh. it's it's not perfect, but it's a better solution. Right. Yeah. So we, you can you can cheese the system a little bit. Yeah. So I have Chengong, Chengong Hijikata. You heard it here from me. I think it's gonna be nuts. I've seen like Chengong and uh, Mori, um, which is yeah. uh i think everyone's seen that video yeah. at this point that's um, but shit. i don't think that's there because mori is optimal i think that's just because they're showing off low star like, comps three star and yeah low star yeah, comps. agreed but he does have 100 percent crit damage up yeah he does okay maybe it skills. is just optimal then. i think i think it could be pretty good i mean i mori is just like super duper brittle yeah even more than most so you have to grail him to really get some good use out of that but Mori does have a kill yourself yes. skill. Yeah, I I was devising with Yuri uh, that you could use um, <laughs> your third party member is just Ivichabron, <laughs> Ivichabron, so that you can just kill him. That was the first thing that came to mind. Yeah, mind right. Too. So you can just kill him whenever, and then get that get that third skill to proc. Right. The possibilities are. Endless. I don't even remember what that does. Just that, just that it exists. It. I think it gives them like invincibility for one turn and heals them a bit or something. Oh, I but think it's you're like right. okay. Yeah, sounds... Hear me out though. Avicabron with, um, the Battle of Camlin CE. He dies. Everyone gets twenty percent charge, and then also Ooh. invincibility for a turn and health back. Gamers. That's pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, there are definitely ways to optimize this Chengang bullshit. Oh yeah, he is a power gamer. Yes, I am. I am on this and train, he's and I'm only having a blast. two stars. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, power gamer. Yes, dream. decidedly. Uh, okay. Right. Other than Chengang, then we have now that we got that over the system. Jason, Jason, <laughs> the meme dies only to live on forever. <laughs> <laughs> the the meme of Jason never replaced by the better meme of all of Jason's attacks being himself getting yeah, bullied. Perfect. I couldn't have asked for anything more, honestly. Yeah, he's ideal. Um I think he might actually be decent too. Yeah, if you've got the oh, theme. Also team. he's the only bronze saber. Oh my god. Wait, is that true? Yeah. Whoa. Right. Whoa. I was gonna say I don't think I've seen the bronze saber icon before. 
Yeah. Yeah, because there is, when at the release, there's this thing about, like, oh, sabers are the best right. class, so there are no bronze right, ones. Right, right. But Jason sucks, so. The worst they get is silver. <laughs> but Jason yeah. sucks. That's fine. I'm cool with that. Can you imagine him in, like, lore, how he works? He'd probably be busted. <laughs> Good God. Because he, he's probably got, like, the same thing that Richard does, right? Where he's got, like, the associate spirits. Yeah, oh, God. That can just do bullshit yeah, for him. right. But Jason himself probably, like, sucks. It, unlike Richard, yes. who is busted and has more busted skills. Right. Yeah, but it's like, if you've got the theme team with Jason, I think he could be pretty good. That third skill, that that does work. And he has, um, he's got a targeted evade, which is pretty good. Mm-hmm. I feel like the team for him is probably, like, Herc, Medea Lily, him. Because Medea Lily brings the heals. He's yeah, that sounds like it would be he's pretty a support. good. Herc brings the damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's a tragedy. His Noble Phantasm's overcharge effect increases his arts card <laughs> effectiveness. He has one arts card. I was about to say, card. he's definitely got one of those. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a little weird. That's incredibly funny. I think it works. <laughs> it fits yeah. flavor-wise, you know? Maybe his arts card is, like, really good. It has four hits. Oh, okay. So I don't know. Maybe this like actually he's makes a difference. Quick? Yeah, what he's triple fuck? quick for some reason. I didn't know that. He's weird. He's really strange. All right, get out of here, Jason. Uh, he's got a star gen of ten percent. Is that? I have good? no clue. Let's go look at Jack. I actually have no idea. I don't know what gen what stats it, 10? look like. Ten. Jack's is twenty-five. Who's got really bad star gen? Okay. Uh, like Vlad. Who does? Yeah. All right, Jack's 25. Vlad is uh, 5%. So. Okay, definitely on the lower side of Star yeah, Gen stats. He's fine. <laughs> um, Paris <Right>. happened. <laughs> Paris happened. Paris is definitely the one I have the least feelings on out of the bronzes. I would agree. Um this the, i do like really the first skill thing the the buff removal uh if removal successful and apply vital point detected or identified yeah that's and the... then you get additional damage if you've got vital point identified yeah it's a cool um cool depiction of the the killing achilles yeah. thing yeah um god's favor pretty solid skill it's that's, a yeah, that's 40 percent yeah. in level 10 yeah that's pretty good it's solid yeah and then 20 defense for three turns that's that's pretty good then 10 to 20 yeah paris can definitely new yeah paris certainly capable paris of can probably swing i don't know who is leveling the sheep boy but um whoever does i'd be curious to see how it goes independent action ex oh my god what wow i wonder why <laughs> I actually don't know that much about Paris. I mean, Paris is the one who essentially started the Trojan War. Yeah, but, like, in terms of what he does during the war, like, everyone knows the Greek side way better than the Trojan. Yeah. Um, I feel like I used to know more about this, and now I've kind of forgotten. I think he's kind of a weenie. That's what I feel like. Because there's that whole thing about, like, archers being cowards or whatever. Yeah. 
So I think that that's kind of a thing for him. Other than that, I don't really know. I think he's kind of a piece of shit. That's what I remember from like the goddess exchange. Okay. And he kind of sucks. God, his art is so weird in this game. Yeah. I mean, we got the Atlanta artist on it. Um, I do like their style, but it's a good yeah. style. It just doesn't fit the game. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, Paris happened. Gareth. Paris. Happened. That's cool. Gareth. We love we Gareth. Love Gareth. Uh-huh. We'll definitely defend Gareth. We almost hit the complete year between when she showed up. <laughs> yeah, you're and right. Never appearing again. You're right. But she happened. She happened. Congrats, Gareth. Welcome to the team. She's a big She's cutie. She's a big cutie. Uh, I think you had a really good point. Um, we were talking about her on the day mm-hmm. she came out. About, like, they hit a good mixture of, like, wholesome to horny. Yes. With the, with the, the new servants. Right. We got, like, Gareth yeah. as, as our wholesome. And then we have uh, Salome, who is definitely, definitely our horny. <laughs> yeah. Definitely chaotic horny. Yeah. <laughs> There's some some horrible dark secrets going on over there in that corner. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, I'm really into Gareth. I think whenever I get Grails and or skill gems, I I will try and level her because I she needs more health for her to her stuff to work. But I think that right. if she gets it, I think it could be pretty good because that's twenty each time. It says, each time you take damage, increase your attack one time, five turns. Each one is 20. That means that if you, if she taunts or if you taunt her with something else, that means that she will get 60% attack up on her, her NP. But does the one time, five turns mean that she only gets the one attack no, increase? No, one time, five turns means that she gets... It works for one hit and then goes away. It's like uh, it's like evade one time. Got it, got it, got it. So I believe it'll keep stacking. So hypothetically, you could get if you could. Let's see. I have to do some like math. Okay, so the 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 thing that I'm thinking of is you have double Changong, <laughs> Kiritsugu. So that's three scapegoats. <laughs> okay. So that's yeah. <laughs> 180% damage. <laughs> on her because it it lasts for five turns if she doesn't attack for those turns she's fine then that np is kind of kind of fuck some shit up that's true yeah yeah so she definitely has the the potential to do stuff like that i think for her niche which is bronze taunt lancer i kind of do prefer leonidas because leonidas is more defensively focused right yeah. Yeah. Which um, makes more sense for this archetype. His NP is a three turn taunt. Yeah, that's. Uh, him and George have that too, I think. I actually. Yeah. I think I, I can't remember um, when I used George. It might have been for the. Um, what was it? Rashomon? The tower? Probably. I can't remember what it was. Was Rashomon the. Rashomon, I think, was the original Ibaraki raid. I'm trying to remember what the tower was called. But yeah, that that taunt, that's yeah. that's a hearty taunt. Um, Leonidas also has a smaller version of that crazy mash scale with the taunt and NP oh, gain. No up. kidding, rearguards pride. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. 
50 to 100 it's yeah. it's not mashes by any stretch of the imagination that's pretty good yeah because mashes is 400 at yeah. level 10 but... that's that's very good still a, a yeah. pretty solid guts and an all-party buster up yeah leonidas won me the uh the final boss fight against um arjuna alter oh so. really oh wow yeah. hey i should maybe i should pick up leonidas because that's true because he can really just fucking take those hits he just took those hits for like I think he took him for three turns at the end. Does he? Uh, does he get guts on? He has guts on his second okay. skill. Damn. Cool. Yeah, I guess I see your point. I do think that Gareth has potential to be really fun. I agree with that. Um, but that Leonidas is probably a better pick for that niche. Uh, Barty party. I want to talk about Bart. Um, I've been <laughs> using it. him. He's pretty mediocre. <laughs> All oh, his generation he? stats are really bad. Uh, that's that's a shame. You were very excited. I was pretty for excited. Him. I think his skills are pretty cool. He's got Voyager of the Storm, which is always a fun skill um, for damage. That Pirate Gentleman uh, reduce your crit start gather rate. It's called Pirate it's called, Gentleman. Of yeah, course, it's it pirate is. Pirate Gentleman. Uh, reduce your crit star gather rate by hundred percent for three turns, increasing everyone's crit damage by. Uh, 20 to 40 um 20 percent at one and 40 percent at 10 for three turns pretty solid and it makes his like support rider deal make sense because he doesn't need all the stars that's why i was like this is it it's support rider fully realized and then it totally wasn't <laughs> um because his third skill is like fine good damage for himself and makes gives stars i guess and then his np is yeah 20 stars is yeah, nice his np is you know it gives defense down and has that really weird buff against bronze enemies. So we're going to see. Yeah, that's I'm going to see how that plays out. I'm pretty excited to use him in really weird situations. But I don't think he's going to be your, like, daily driver, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. unfortunately, which is black, dirty, party, howling. Yeah. Barty party. <laughs> Definitely up there for the best noble phantasm name. I have series. to agree with you. I really have to agree with you. Yeah, other than this, we got Charlotte Corday and Salome. Charlotte Corday kind of just wears Shiki. Yeah, wears Shiki. I think that's pretty much all there is to yeah, say about her. She's kind of cute. Uh, oh, also, that fucking mouth angel has been in every nightmare I've had <laughs> since she came out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the deal with the mouth angel is. Um, I'm scared. To, I'm, <laughs> But at this point, I'm afraid to ask. Yeah. Um... Did you hear though that in her her lines were mine? Yeah, I told um, you about this. Some spoilers. Oh yes, you were the one who yeah. told me about it. Right, right, right. Um, it's it's interesting. It definitely her existence now points to the fact that some stuff about the later Lost Belts has definitely been shaken up from what they originally planned. Ah, uh, how do you mean? Well, so she was first revealed in like the the lost belt yeah right as like a, a banner service yes. um now we're getting her as a one star i doubt that there was that was the original intent. i guess that's true because uh, if she's in the commercial it would be kind of kind of odd yeah additionally they recently changed in like the promotional materials the name of lost belt five mm. do you remember it was initially like the um something like cosmic interstellar mountain or something like oh. that vaguely and it's not it's not that anymore now it's like something something atlantis oh 
Yeah, I guess you're right. So there's definitely been a, a, a plot shuffle, hmm. and it seems likely that Charlotte Corday's role in the story was a casualty of that. That would make sense to me. Bit of a bummer. A little bit. I don't know. I, I could definitely see worse characters falling by the wayside, or rather better characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is a cutie. She is voiced by Yui yeah. Horie, who I love. Right. Who we love. Um, She's a good one. That third skill, though, it's just weird. The random chance between arts, yeah. crit, and NP damage. That just doesn't really make hey, her that reliable. Who, who looked at Brave Liz and thought, we should bring this mechanic yeah. back? <laughs> it's called Nonsense Planning. That's the name of the skill. <laughs> That's a great I name. I really like it. It, it, well, It's definitely Nonsense Planning, because you can't fucking plan. You just have to go. Yeah. Um... I'm interested to see if there are interactions between her and Sanson. There are. Yeah, there is one. In okay, her cool. lines, there is. Um, she says, um, she but, says, oh my God. She is like, oh, Mr. Beheader, thank you so much for, you know, your great invention. It really ensured that my death was swift <laughs> or something <laughs> like that. She's like, I didn't okay, even feel anything. Sanson's got to have more story role coming up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you remember at the end of Salem, right? Yeah, well, I I remember there being something about Sanson. Doesn't he get like pulled into the light or something? And Sanson gets like pulled into the light and has he gets I don't remember Does exactly he talk what it with was. The, but there's something about like um, Satan who art some who, who had art hath as Lucifero whatever. It, yeah, that might be it. He definitely talks with some like extra dimensional foreigner being. Um. <laughs> And I think gets, like, maybe, like, in- infected somehow by them. Oh. Or something. And that's, like, how the chapter I, ends. I do remember there being a weird cryptic ending. So there's got to be more Sanson content coming. And wow. if they're introducing Charlotte Corday now, that's a, a pretty easy tie-in. Yeah, makes sense. So keep your eyes peeled for that. Seriously. Fate fans. Yeah. Okay, then we got Salome. She's horny as fuck. And, yeah, um, she is. I don't know, man. I'm full of fear. <laughs> I feel like yeah. even just having uh, her in second archive to her final is going art. to result in my untimely death. Shoutouts to final art. Uh, masturbating with the skull of John the Baptist. Yeah, that's pretty nuts. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty intense. <laughs> yeah, she also seems uh, really bad. Yeah, she just has no health. And also that one skill of hers that's good um, takes away one of her defense buffs every turn. <laughs> so mm-hmm. you can't even stack defense buffs on her because they just go away. Who thought that was good? Yep. Uh, uh, yeah. It's a great question. <laughs> that charm lock team, though, that was pretty good. There was, oh, that is there was really a video funny. I saw, yeah. viewers, listeners, that showed... Double Uriely Salome, where Double Uriely kept the boss busy. It was Ivan that they that they tested it on uh, until mm-hmm. turn seven, when Salome's third skill basically kept him in charm stun uh, for Forever. the seven yeah. turns until Salome's skill activated and then filled their NP bars up, and then they just repeated the process. Mm-hmm. Um, very goofy stuff. I don't know if that'll. We should try to remember to link that and the oh you're right you're right let me let me jot those down in our uh, in our discord chat link 
I'm also going to say, uh, I know drama CD Dante's. I also mentioned. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Because I will, I will never uh, lose an opportunity to post <laughs> drama CD Dante's. So fucking extra. Salome is an interesting addition to the series, though. Yeah. Um, there there hasn't been a lot of, like, biblical content. Right, which fate. is sort of surprising. I think but... the, the closest we've really gotten is St. Yeah. Martha. Um, right, and George is a saint, and, and you, you know, Jean is a saint, but they're not really Bible saints. Right. Um, Salome also, whoa, I'm forgetting what it was now. That thing you showed me, that was the, the person on Twitter doing, like, the deep dive in the Salome oh, lore. Oh, yeah, I should also And talking about their too. relationship to Kundry, who's the writer in uh, Fate, Fate Requiem. what's it called? Yeah. Fate Requiem, yeah. Uh, which is mm-hmm. cool. Kunji's a really interesting character, yes. um, both from the little bit we've been able to read of Fate Requiem we should read and more of that, by from uh, Parsifal, which is her opera. We should. We should check see how yeah. much is out. Also Strange Fake. <laughs> um, also Strange yeah. Fake, yeah. I've, I've been checking that infrequently, yeah. and there hasn't been any more okay. for a while. But Makes sense. It's probably slow uh, Here's an interesting thing I just noticed. Salome's voice actress is named Sarah Emmy Bridcut. Oh? Who sounds like not a Japanese person. Brid, bridge cut. Uh, she is I was, Japanese. I mean, Emmy is... Emmy is uh, her mother is Japanese and her father is Australian. Bridge okay. cut. Interesting. Interesting. I was going to say, because Emmy, Emmy is definitely... Uh, okay. Yeah. Has, has the potential to be Japanese. Fun. That's cool. And I was about to say, that's definitely yeah. the first, like non-fully Japanese-sounding voice actor that I can remember, like, listed in any credits. Uh, yeah, I can't think of any others, aside from, like, Romy Park, who's Korean. Yeah. Romy Park, what a legend. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, wow, Sarah Emmy Bridcut actually has, like, a a lot of credits on Mal. Um, not for anything good, really, but... Bridcut is such a... It must have been really fun to voice act this this horny. <laughs> it must yeah. be, right? It's either, like, fun or uncomfortable. I guess it depends on who you are as a person. Like, if you're willing to yeah. just go, like, buck wild in the booth, <laughs> um, and, you know, have the producers, right. like, chuckle along with you, then it's probably fun. But if you're like, oh, man, people are staring at me and this is getting weird, you probably don't take the role. <laughs> But yeah, that's everything. We hit everything, and we stayed pretty much on schedule. Go I think us. We did. Great work. Yeah, there was um, a last build five teaser. That's what we didn't hit. But oh yeah, uh, that guy in the middle is definitely yeah, Hades. Pretty sick. Uh, Looks like a fucking Yu-Gi-Oh card. I hope he's not actually because I don't want it to be that predictable. Uh, the that other guy though is definitely Spin. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely uh, a Spin pseudo servant. <laughs> Spin pseudo servant Apollo. Have you I seen, have that, seen theory? that theory? Yeah, I, I think I, I think I okay, was scrolling yeah. through FG already, looking for um the, the numbers and all the skills, and I saw that, and I was like, God fucking damn it! Yeah, I think that one's uh, pretty yeah. solid. I like that I, idea. I mean, the, the ground, it, it's it's there, <laughs> you know the the data. <laughs> yes, I I like you. Uh, am upset that it seems we will be getting a spin before yeah. a flat, but we need to have a really busted flat pseudo servant. 
Yeah, we did. That's, it's only proper. <laughs> it's got to do something really weird and really good. Foreigner flat. Give it to me. <laughs> yeah, it's not even a pseudo-sermon. It's just flat. <laughs> He's just a foreigner. <laughs> flat is actually Satan who are uh, as Lucifero. I would not be that shocked. Hot damn. Yeah. All right, cool. I think, I think that's we, everything. Yeah, I think we got everything. There's really not that much info on Lost Blood 5 other than, you know, it was in Atlantis. We told you so. <laughs> All right. Should we do a, um, a random page? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Make it yeah. quick. Oh, we got All right, there. here's a good one. Our random page. I'm scared. Outer God. Outer God. God of yeah. the foreign star. Or is this different? Outer gods are existences of another universe beyond that of even parallel worlds. They are higher dimensional life forms, foreigners, which a quote, single dreamer, which links to H.P. Lovecraft, correctly determined the presence of in his fictional mythos. Uh, Rom, who is one of the demon yes. killers, believes connecting to one of the outer gods through his planet Salem would allow it to save humanity through pain. It is said that true daemons are similar to the gods described in the mythos. Okay, and our known outer gods are our our boy Nyar Alathodip, who is who's Beeb. Um, yep. Sit Typhon, who also known as Yog Sothoth, who is uh, what, what's her name? Um, Abigail. Abigail. And evil god of the abyss who is uh, oh, Cthulhu. who is um, who is the Hokusai, oh, that's Hokusai. one? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, notably, I guess I I forgot that there was a distinction between the god of the foreign star and the outer gods. Because he's um, not on this. Is that because we just aren't sure yet, or is there explicitly a distinction? Um, I feel like a distinction has been made, but I'm not sure. I think it could just be that maybe the distinction cleared up the difference between the existing gods that correspond with foreigners and and him being like no he is not you know any of the ones that are connected to abiel or or hooks or whatever i feel like i knew that at one point and i'm not really sure where that came from i'm checking the alien god page just to be sure. oh i forgot that um, he's just called alien god yeah god of the foreign star is definitely yeah. a better name the alien god is a currently unnamed entity who intends to descend upon Earth. Its background is largely unknown, although it describes itself as being from a different star. It is unknown if it was related to the unnamed being called Satan by Ashiodomen, uh, or if they are in fact the same being. It's probably the same. It's got to be the long con. Yeah, I mean, foreigners have to be plot relevant at some right. point. And if this isn't it, I don't know yeah. what would be. Agreed. Um. Yeah, alien god shit. So, outer gods. Outer gods. I I just clicked on evil god of the abyss, and there's surprisingly more info here than I. Yeah, expected. I saw that too. I was a little scared to look at it, but but. Cthulhu, Cthulhu is uh, a yeah, yeah. Yeah, because um, so it looks like the the lore in game is that Hokusai gathered vast quantities of reference materials to further enhance his artistic skill 
and got a hold of a Chinese copy of a thaumaturgical grimoire about Cthulhu. Um. Is how this all came about. Um, but it looks like... So, Rom in Salem, his first attempt at his plans was to summon Cthulhu, but it ended as a failure. Rom opened a hole in the laws of the world, allowing the evil god on the other side of the abyss to peer in. The evil god of the abyss sought hosts to manifest and decided to use Katsushika Hokusai for uh, this purpose. Interesting. That is actually pretty interesting. Yeah, I didn't realize that there was like a direct cause-effect relationship from Rom to the other foreigners. Yeah, had. I didn't know that. But that's cool. That's good lore. Good consistency. Yeah, fucking. This well, has been nuts time for this. for fate stuff. Like we covered, yeah. like so much has been happening in only these like few weeks, and we covered so much in just this one episode. I honestly kind of can't believe it, but it's all cool. Yeah, it's all been really yeah. good. Share your dumb bronze teams with us. <laughs> Add us on Twitter. I don't know. Yeah, that's the that's the new meta. Dumb bronze teams. Bronze meta or nothing. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to to try some shit out. Bard, I'm probably just gonna use like I don't know when I'm bored. Chengong, I will right. use. I I'm gonna start. It's too bad he ended up not being that good. Is it just his generation stats that make They're him just garbage? Really bad. Yeah. Yeah. Like. That's a real shame. At least in practice, I've been using them, and they're really not so hot. Like it's hard for him to get NP. Like like um using Foxy Lady with him was was like necessary. You need some kind of thing yeah. to give him a little a little boost. Cause on his own he just doesn't cut it. He'll probably do good damage against Bronze Too bad. It's... <laughs> when that becomes relevant. <laughs> right, someday. Yeah. I think it it's likely we'll be running into most of these new servants in story soon so maybe that'll uh give you the opportunity that's the hope that's the hope but i mean we've we've run into a lot of them already so in like jason i don't expect to see right we just um, saw bart in um the murder thing that's true uh shen gong we've seen Lost as well Bell. but like charlotte corday in paris i think that we're like guaranteed to see in the next. Oh yeah, Lost exactly. Uh, Gareth maybe in Camelot. The Lost Boat yeah. after that. Salome, God knows. Guess <laughs> who? Who knows we'll, on that one? We'll just cross our fingers and hope that she stays far away from us. Yeah, I would love it if the one of the Lost Belts coming up does have like a big biblical. It'd be pretty cool. Uh, I there are definitely a lot of biblical characters I would love to see. Yeah, it would definitely be a good way to tell people how metal the Bible is <laughs> by turning yeah, them all sure. into anime characters with wacky powers. I know a lot of people have been asking for Berserker Samson. Like, oh forever. yeah, that's that's like a a long time homebrew servant. Yeah. yeah, I'd be pretty down with that honestly. Grand Assassin Kane slash Abel whatever. Yeah, well, I, is there a new Grand Assassin now? Since um, King Hassan, like, forfeited his Grand status in order to fight Tiamat? I forgot he did that. I don't know. 
because I saw something recently saying what something that makes sense but I didn't realize before, which is that now that Solomon has been erased from space yeah. time, uh, Merlin is the new Grandcaster. Oh, that's right, because Solomon, because he was a candidate, right? And then Solomon. Yeah, and then Solomon never yeah. existed. So, I hope maybe there is a new Grand Assassin out there in the world somewhere. Uh-huh. Yeah, who knows? We've, Only time will tell. We've got the, the David Grand coming up upon us. Yeah. I live in fear of, of that. Of what? The... Of David's grandson. God, I know. I, uh... I'm so scared of David. Me I too. I don't know. Because the thing is, it's like... Okay, so... Pepe got away from Lost Belt 4. Kadok yeah. is still alive. Mm-hmm. Um, you, Hinako, didn't make it, but lives on as a servant in, in the gang. Ophelia's dead, right? Mm-hmm. Ophelia's dead. So... Krisharia doesn't have to die this Lost Belt. No, but I'm sure he will. Why do you say that? Because you think that this is the start of the like weird downward spiral? Okay. Yeah, it would make sense. Like, our last two Lost Belts are Beryl and David. There's there's no way... Well, there's only seven. That right. is going to... Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess there's, like... There, a timeline probably exists where Krisharia, like, lives and sides with us against those two. But oh, I, I don't see it that happening. That would be a twist and a half. I think I either Beryl or David or both of them together are going to kill Kishari. Right. I mean, like... The thing is, Kishari has been such a like stalwart leader of the cryptors. And I mean, he's the one who delivered the the proclamation from the, the alien god. Right. So I feel like it would feel really weird if he joined up with us. Unless it was, like you said, under the like explicit purpose of these two have gone too far with whatever nonsense they're doing. And then, yeah. you know, we'll fight again at the world's end or whatever. That would be nutty. But if David's got a grandservant, oh boy. <laughs> yeah, so Lost Belt 5 is going to be nuts just because there are so many converging right. elements. Uh, but then Lost Belt 6 and 7... I think they're going to be I scary. think I'm going to be really scared of Beryl's Lost Belt. I think Beryl's is going to be really scary. Yeah. Because all we know about that man is that he is probably a werewolf. Mm-hmm. Definitely. There's, there's something in his Lost Belt about hunting humans for sport. some kind of horrible sexual predator. Um, yes. In addition to probably being a predator of other things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. It's good. I feel like it's gonna. Uh, I feel like we're gonna get get into some dark type moon there. Look, if if anybody else in the series has an origin of consumption, it's definitely it's that guy. That guy. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, and David is connected to the root. <laughs> um, his void. His yeah. his origin is void. Because <laughs> his middle name is void, isn't it? Or is it? No, it's last name void. Uh, no, his da- last da- name da- is David void. Sim his middle name void. is Sam. oh boy good luck everyone good luck out there good luck everyone it's gonna be uh an exciting year yeah we're we're all on this big horrible scary roller coaster together it's definitely one of those wooden ones we are expecting lost about five by the end of this year right uh yeah i think so winter winter is what they said the next yeah okay so hopefully by the end of this year and the next year we get 
uh, last belt six and seven, and then whatever finale they have in yeah. store for us. And then maybe we'll get. And FGO. then uh, FGO ends and, question mark. Yeah, I think there was discussion of it ending and there being some kind of sequel and maybe moving to another app. Um, that's what I heard in some kind of yeah, interview. Yeah, it's kind of up in the air, except that, like, Nasu said that this is the last, like, arc they have yeah. planned. Or rather that, not that it's the last they have planned, but rather that they don't plan to do another right. arc. So, that'll be, be really weird. Well, I think we should talk more about that I at agree. a future date. Actually, now that I'm thinking uh, about it, because it's like, the thing yeah. that I want to know is, like, okay, so, you know, FGO has been printing money. Certainly, many, many a fan has poured money into it. <laughs> right. There's no way they just stop right. doing this. They've got to keep it going in some in some way. It's like the one thing keeping Sony Music afloat <laughs> as right. a business. Right. So, I don't know. I guess what that is, we'll just have to wait and see, but... Yeah. I don't know. I'd be fine with like a new app and I don't know, like updated engine, better animations, but like same combat I, system. I I do fear a future in which Nasu says, okay, we're done with FGO, and then it just continues to exist without <laughs> any like Nasu. good creative yeah. input and becomes a, an embarrassment to yeah, the series. Me too. Like it kind of was at the beginning. Yeah. But It's okay. I mean, honestly, though. That's a ways off. We've got at least another full year of good content yeah, for us. Yeah, and it's going to probably be a good one. I don't know. I mean, it's gonna if it's not good, it'll be nuts. <laughs> like, a lot is going <laughs> yeah. to happen, and it's going to be an exciting ride. Right. So I I, I hope that it will... I, I have I have confidence that Nazi won't just, like, drop Grand Order, like, without any kind of... And even if Grand Order turns into garbage, we still have Strange Fake, which will be coming out for the next yeah. 15 years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. April. <laughs> All right. Let, I think that's it for us today. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> um, as always, find us on Twitter at the Magic Circuit, uh, SoundCloud at the Dash Magic Dash Circuit. Um. We're on Spotify and Google. We're not on Spotify. No, I didn't put we're us on Spotify. Spotify. I could. I could try that. Oh, I could have swore we were on. No, Spotify. No, I haven't applied for Spotify. We've just been. Where else we've are been we doing then? Apple Podcasts. Um, yeah, so we are on Apple Podcasts. Oh, we're on Apple Google Podcasts, Play Music. Yeah. Um, we're also on Pocket Cast because I use that app and I wanted to put us on there. Uh, <laughs> yep. Yep. You have to pay for it, but it's just it's like a dollar, and the app's pretty good. Uh, yeah. I'm on Twitter at sleepy underscore Mimi and Ben continues to have no social media. I am not on Twitter and we should be on Spotify. I should, I should look into that. Sure. It probably won't be too, too hard. If, I mean, if we got it, if Google and Apple let us in, Spotify is going to let us in. I feel like that's yeah. the safest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It should be fine. Stay tuned. Well, right. look for us on Spotify. Yeah. In the well, I'll post it on Twitter if it happens. Right. Oh, all right. Uh, yeah, thanks, thanks everyone. everyone. Bye. Bye.